0: Hey, parents, did you know your kids' money habits start as early as the second grade?
1: Help them build money skills for the real world with GoHenry, the debit card and financial learning
0: app for kids 6 to 18. They'll check off chores in the app, set savings goals, and get their own customized card. It's easy to automate allowance, track spending, and more, so they get independence and you get to set the boundaries. Guide their learning every step of the way and stay up to date with real-time notifications in your parent app. Families love it. GoHenry has over 1.5 million members, and 92% of parents said their kids were more money-confident after using the app. Start your kids on their journey to become money-smart adults. Get started at GoHenry.com, promo code SMART. Be the first to experience Great Wolf Lodge Manteca, your drive-to destination for family fun. Bringing families together guides everything we do. It's why we created the Paw Pledge, our program focused on health and safety so you can focus on your family. Sure, there are water slides, games, and plenty of adventure, but we're here so you can connect and grow closer than ever before. Let us keep you safe while you play. Book your family getaway at the new Great Wolf Lodge Manteca. Use code California for exclusive deals at greatwolf.com. What's up, everybody? It's your boy B. Scott with the Philadelphia Eagles. I just want to thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave a five-star rating. Fly, Eagles, fly.
1: Thank you all for tuning into to Eagles Brawl of the Brawl Network. However you're listening, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. we greatly appreciate it. My co-host Johnny Page in the house with me today. It's Connor here. We're going to go ahead and do part two of our list. This time we're going to choose players from the decade. We're going to bring back it's from 2010 to 2020. We're going to pick an offensive player, a defensive player. Uh, we picked our offensive player from the Super Bowl team and defensive player for the Super Bowl team. My Torrey Smith and Malcolm Jenkins. Johnny's was J. and Malcolm Jenkins. Now we're going to pick who we're going to add to our 2020 team. Again, those picks before mattered and factored into our picks today. That's what made it harder. That's what made it more debatable. Uh, still, I, it's going to be, in an interesting episode, I have to explain my offensive answer just a little bit for Johnny to uh really understand because he he gets stuck on these uh these categories that receivers fit into. So it's gonna be a, a fun little debate right here. But Johnny, I'm excited, man. So who did you pick for your offensive player of the last decade to bring back? Uh, especially since like. You, you really came up with this last decade idea. I was yes. like, let's, let's do whoever, man. And you're like, no, 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 no. we need to keep the specific. <laughs> so, and- so what I wanted to do
2: is it's like 2000. And I was like, we're just going to pick Dawkins on defense and we'll have the same answer. And we were like, yeah. So let's do the last 10 years. Um, also, just really quickly. Um, firstly, you didn't say who we picked last time. So for the listeners, if they missed it, you picked Tory Smith. I did say um, it. You missed it. Did you? You, missed it. you, no you way. must have
1: muted me. You must. Did you die no, no, off or not, something?
2: I, I'm, I literally did not hear you say that. I must. I, yeah, I'm day booming that. I think, clearly. Right. So ignore I mean, me anyway. Completely ignore everything I just said. Uh, anyway. So uh, also, really quickly before we do this, um, I don't know about you, but I found like it surprisingly hard to find that many players over 10 years that I really wanted. And I don't think it's because the Eagles are bad. I think some of it's because a lot of the Eagles players that you would pick are still on the team. So Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, they've been around for ages. Uh, also, I think it shows the Eagles roster's pretty good. I don't know about the Eagles roster depth, but I think the starting 22 for the Eagles are pretty good um, because it's hard to find obvious upgrades. So on offense, I went all over the place. Um I thought uh, Prime LeSean McCoy would be incredibly tempting, but last ever said I picked JJ, so there's no way I'm having free running backs. I also think that Sean McCoy is more similar to Sanders, whereas a McCoy is a different kind of back. Um, Darren Sprouls is also tempting. Um, Darren Sprouls, everything he gives you, special teams for down value, just Swiss Army knife type player. I think you could even look at Jason Avant and say, you know what, give went someone who will just constantly get open and catch the ball. But I thought Greg Ward is too similar. So I narrowed it down to two. I narrowed it down to two players that I was after. Uh, I narrowed it down to Jeremy Macklin and Evan Mathis. And Evan Mathis, I freaking love. Um, Evan Memphis was an unbelievable run blocker when he was in his prime. So I started thinking, well, you could put Evan Memphis at left guard, put Sam Arda at right guard, put Jason Peters back at left tackle. We've got Jay Ajayi and Sanders running, and you've got an unbelievable running game. However, it's 2020, and the Eagles don't have any offensive weapons. So I went for Jeremy Macklin in the end uh, as my player. Uh, Connor mentioned earlier on about... Uh, receivers playing different positions so I'm wondering if you went uh, Jerry Macklin as well or maybe someone else but yes I went with Jerry Macklin because basically he's exactly what the Eagles need right now he can play x he can play uh, z he can play in the slot he's reliable he has very good hands he can get open he can get separation he can also uh, get vertical which the Eagles needs probably slightly underrated Macklin um, but I think in his prime he was a very steady wide receiver one slash wide receiver two. He's not a premium wide receiver. He's not an elite wide receiver like the top, top guys. And yes, people are going to say, you just want Macklin and Jackson back, but Macklin out wide at the X, Jackson in the Z, Rager sort of playing the slot and also backing up Jackson when he inevitably gets hurt. I think that gives you a pretty good... Um, trio of receivers and I would much rather have Macklin out there than JJ I think at Whiteside next year that's for sure so I went with Jeremy Macklin which is incredible over 10 years of Eagles play Um, I think Evan Mathis is the best player on the list but because he's a left guard um, you know I think Sam Arley's pretty good there and yes you can move Peters back but I'm sort of quite excited to see Peters at right uh, guard as well to be honest so I went with Jeremy Macklin is that who you went with or did you have a different uh, take on this?
1: I did have a different take on it, but I was torn between picking between Jeremy McQuinn and my pick here. So are you ready for my answer that you might disagree with?
0: Yes, go for it.
1: My answer was a prime Deshaun Jackson. A prime. Not Desha- not 2020 Deshaun Jackson. Not 2019, uh, not 2018. I'm talking 2013 and before Deshaun Jackson.
2: You are definitely breaking the rules there, though. Because he is, on I don't the think the rules.
1: He because he might not. He played one game for the Eagles last year, and we don't know what he can do for them this year. But he's sighing. No. I'm, I'm, he I'm not incredibly. I'm not incredibly confident. I'm not incredibly confident in him. I would be incredibly confident in a 26, 27 year old Deshaun Jackson, not a not a 34 year old one. And I, I think a 27 year old Deshaun Jackson completely changes the whole entire dynamic of what the Eagles this can is do. The easiest he can,
2: call I will ever win.
1: It gives, them, it gives them their Tyree kill that they don't have now because Deshaun is not going to play along the lines of Tyree kill at the age 34. At age 27, he did. He did just that in 2017. So that's where I would love – I mean, excuse me, 2013. That's exactly what I would love to add to the Eagles. So, so the Eagles' Carson wide receiver
2: call to... goes from not good enough to still not good enough, basically. Because they yeah, don't gain
1: They anymore. have – yes, they do. They get a consistent playmaker. They don't have that. But they still got
2: J.J. X. And Greg Ward in the slot, and Jaden Raigle with no offseason. so they've still got one I, good receiver I, I, probably. Whereas right, in my scenario, yeah, when Jackson's healthy, uh, they have two receivers that play, and when Jackson's not healthy, then they are a bit short. But they've still got Macklin in his prime. So
1: a prime to Sean Jackson just changes everything, though. He it, it, it adds yeah. that Tyreek kill element to the Eagles offense. It does sorely like, need. And I, a thirty four year old Sean Jackson's not going to do it, but here's. I made my reasonings, though. I get my reasonings. Regardless of the points my co-host Tyler makes about Deshaun's average games missed per season, he's coming off a completely lost season. On an injury, he completely misjudged. Can a hernia take a toll on a soon-to-be 34-year-old Deshaun Jackson? Absolutely. Could it take a a toll on a 27-year-old Deshaun Jackson who had a career season that age? No. So that's why I I pick Deshaun in his prime. I think you can get way more coming off of him now than you're going to get anything moving forward. The Eagles' last three offensive coaches utilized systems that were heavily dependent on being productive with legitimate downfield playmakers. Deshaun proved he could be just that with each of those said coaches, and the 2020 Eagles needed that exact presence to their wide receivers corps. Because if Deshaun goes down, if 2020 Deshaun goes down like he did in 2019. Whoop! I get it. You're right. If, if with your pick they have Mack on at least, and that's exactly a reliable, separating caliber wide receiver. I. Completely agree with this pick. I'm not arguing with it. I think Macklin's a good destroyer. Because I was always one of those people that thought Macklin was better than Deshaun. I thought Deshaun was always their playmaking type guy. But Macklin was always their true number one during that era. So, I don't hate the answer. I just think, when you look at the Eagles who have their true number one target in Ertz. Who have probably their second reliable target in in Goddard. If you could add a a Deshaun Jackson of the caliber of 2013, they can go to a Super Bowl with that offense.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with your reasoning. I'm still right and you're wrong, but I can I can see the reasoning. Macklin's the better choice because what Deshaun's already on the roster. Yes, he's old and he probably won't play much next year, but you sort of said it yourself. Macklin's probably a better player anyway. So uh, give me Jeremy Macklin because the Eagles need an X. We I mean, need someone who can get off press. Macklin can. not. He won't. He He's not the best receiver. He won't beat the best, best press callers in the league, but Macklin makes this offense uh, a lot, lot better. So yeah, I'm going J-Mac. What do we get from... Uh, the listeners, Connor, seeing as you've said our answers. I think you did get a few. We sort of didn't tweet this out until um, before the first episode recording, so we haven't got many responses. We'll get way more after we tweet this out. But the few we did, we didn't even ask them. We just got responses from people already. We didn't actually ask for them. But seeing as those listeners did uh, give us their reasonings, uh, what did we get?
1: We got at Swagman95, he picked Jeremy Macklin.
2: Yeah, good, we good have,
1: one. We have Sir Reg at King. Underscore A underscore Leo picked Jeremy Macklin. Oh wow! We have we have Dominic Virgil at D for eight one one eight picked Evan Mathis. Oh
2: wow! They same thinking process as me. They haven't tweeted that out anywhere, so they haven't uh listened to anything I've said. It's quite so incredible, Macklin isn't it?
1: Yeah.
0: That's quite
2: incredible, isn't it? When you think about this team, that you can take anyone from a ten year period and we take Jeremy Macklin, like we haven't been blessed with. A ton of brilliant wide receivers. Like, I like Jerry Mack. he's a good player, but you ask most NFL journalists, like Jerry Macklin, they'll be like, oh yeah, that guy that played for the Eagles and then signed for the Chiefs and was quite good and then sort of retired early. I mean, he's not exactly a big name for a whole 10 year period of the Eagles history. Uh, I think Evan Mathis is the best player there, personally. Um, but,
1: maybe Mathis was a stud. But Evan I,
2: Mathis was also one of those players where PFF ranked him so high. People thought Evan Mathis was like Jason Kelton, Lane Johnson, currently. He was never that good. His run blocking was that good. His pass protection was up and down at times. Um, and with PFF, yeah, was, they don't so, really was, distinguish so, the Fuma too. But he, was his, he was a star. He was a star. I
1: but about to say, during his prime, he was a top five left guards though. But uh, I I accept that answer because if you think about it, would you – Take Evan Mathis in his prime over Isaac Isaac Sayamado right now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, without a
2: doubt. Definitely.
1: So that's why that's why I I accept that answer because I'm like, you know, Evan Mathis is better than Isaac Sayo He kinda changes the whole entire dynamic of the offensive line in his prime. Uh the interior's incredibly like can you imagine a <laughs> an Evan Mathis, Jason Kelsey, Brandon Brooks interior? That's just not fair. So yeah,
2: that's I'm sorry. but again, I'm,
1: I'm with you. I I I just say Moss is a good player. I'm not I'm not any rush to replace him. There's no need to. He's on a great deal too. But uh, I can understand picking Evan Mathis. That's for damn sure. He was that. I thought he was that good of a player's top five left guard, uh, during his prime. But let's go into the defensive player, Johnny. I'm excited to see who you picked for that. Yeah, so defense.
2: Uh, I don't know about you. Is it me or the the Eagles' defensive players over the past ten years? Low key. Not very good.
1: <laughs> like, that's, that's the absolute truth.
0: I there's mean, like, I'm looking at like going,
1: five guys you can legitimately pick from. So
2: I'm looking at this list, going right. Let me take my cornerback two because that's what I want on defense. And remember in the first time at Jenkins, so I pretty much want a cornerback two, ideally, or I want a linebacker here. And I'm like, where's the cornerback two that I want? And he's not there. Like, I I can't find him. The Eagles' cornerbacks have been bad. There's not anyone that stands out at all. Well, uh,
1: 2010, Asante Samuel had like right. one of the best season of the pro. Right, so this, well, I hope I didn't spoil anything.
2: Right, okay. There's I the, okay. This is behind closed doors. This is me doing my research wrong. I thought Asante left in 2010. Did he play 2010 for the Eagles? Mm-hmm. This is me now frantically googling. He did he just, one of his
1: best seasons as a pro. Um, re-
2: I mean your football knowledge is better than mine. I forget things that happened yesterday. They 2010 it was him and
1: Dimitri Patterson, which was Dimitri Why Patterson. Well, he played for the Eagles in eleven
2: as well. XI. Right. Okay, I'm
1: well. He did. He
0: played so they I'm did well. when they got when they got Nomdi
1: and DRC, they kept Asante for that one year, even though they he was demanding trades and everything like that. Uh they all kept all of them together anyways, like they did that one year when they had Lito, Asante, and Sheldon. But 2010 <laughs> Was Asante Samuel's best year as a football player in right, general? So, right. So, and he got picked a couple of times by the fans as well. So, that's why I was like, you know, I'll completely take that answer.
2: Yeah, no, that is completely fine. Do you know what? I'm not going to take Asante, though, because he wasn't my answer. So, I'm not going to just switch. Uh, I'm still happy with mine. Uh, the other answers I considered, as I said, I wanted a linebacker. I still thought D'Amico Ryan's might be fun. Uh, I, don't, I think he's better than Hicks, Kendricks and Braddon. D'Amico Ryans, under those few Chip Kelly years, when he was in his prime, was really good. And he gives you leadership that you lost with Malcolm Jenkins as well, because D'Amico was loved by everyone. But I'm not going to go for either of them. I'm going to go for a pass rusher. Uh, I'm going to go for Trent Cole, because I think Trent Cole had a... I mean, as I said to you before, I, I, off-air, I didn't start watching football when I was that young. I'm um, British, I think, growing up in a football household. I started getting into about... But I remember Trent Cole in those early years of me first watching, and Eagles fans just raving about how Trent Cole, how good he was. And it's a shame we sort of ruined his l- later years by going to a 3 4 the chip. Um, because I think Trent Cole would be brilliant. I mean, you imagine that front four of Javon Hargrave, um, Javon Hargrave, uh, Fletcher Cox, Trent Cole, and Brandon Graham, then bringing Barnett and Sweat off the bench to rotate in. Uh, that would be seriously good. And the reason why I take him over Asante is because you've already got a stud cornerback one, because you've got a stud slot corner, as we said before, you will be able to hide your cornerback two a little bit. Whereas pass rushers, you need them. Uh, you can't hide a pass rush. It's very hard to scheme up a pass rush, especially with with four players. It's basically impossible. Uh, Franco, always healthy. I'm pretty sure I barely ever missed a game for the Eagles. Um, so I would take Trent Cole as my answer. I did forget Asante Samuel because I thought he wasn't eligible. But I still think, even now knowing about that, I would go Trent Cole. I get the feeling, though, Connor, I know who you are going to pick.
1: <laughs> you took my answer. I took, I picked Trent Cole as well. Oh, you took I, Trent I Cole Samuel to- as well. I I, yeah, ah. I was torn between D'Amico, Asante, and Trent Cole. But- wow.
2: Same three as me, literally same three I, I wrote down.
1: I wrote, I will re-down. literally take. I'm in.
2: say something once you said it.
1: Well, I will literally take Asante Samuel as an answer, and I think anybody that says him, there's no, there's no being wrong there because ha, we don't <laughs> even know who the cornerback two is going to be. So yeah, throw them out the window, put Asante Samuel in there with Darius Slade the Cole Robbie Coleman. Let's go. Uh, I'll be fine with that, but. This team wins the defensive line. It's Jim Schwartz's defense. I'm considering the 2020 Eagles. I'm not considering what they were back then. I'm not considering what they were underneath Danny Reid. I'm considering what they are now. And this team relies on the defensive line to win. And Trent Cole is exactly the player they need. So, as a yes, I just said I, I, I'll take Asante Samuel as an answer. I might not really. Deep down, I might still just say, hey, you know, dude, it's, it's got to be Trent Cole because. I was very torn between D'Amico Ryan's. I think D'Amico Ryan's in this defense when he's in his prime, because the Eagles never really got a, a, a really a consistently healthy D'Amico Ryan's. He's one of the best. He was one of the better linebackers in the league. He was. Yeah. Before,
2: before,
1: before Luke. He was. Yeah, he ran the, before, defense, the before Bobby Wagner, Luke Kuechly entered the field. We were talking about D'Amico Ryan's as one of the best defensive players. He was rookie of the year uh from a defense. Uh, he's a defensive player rookie of the year. So he was, he was getting ready to revolutionized that position. It was injuries in Houston caught up to him and then injuries in Philadelphia caught up to him. So that's what was hard for me is because we never really saw what D'Amico Ryans could really be. Uh, but the caliber of linebacker that he could have been for this defense, he would have been one of the best linebackers this team ever had. I think he would have been better than Trotter if he was fully healthy for this team. So that's why it was that hard for me not to pick Demico Ryans either. But you have to pick Trent Cole because the Eagles are missing that incredibly productive pass rusher, and I emphasize the word pass rusher because Brandon Graham is an elite defensive end, but just an above-average pass rusher I think is a fair label to put on him. Uh, he's not consistent. He's not some yeah. guy that you can on. Yeah, he's not a guy 10 plus guy. But he is an elite defensive end no matter what, because that there's more facets to the game than pass rushing as a defensive end. A lot of people want to forget that or not not even uh, put that into consideration. He's great at everything else, and is a force when kicked inside uh, Brandon Graham. But the 2020 Eagles could desperately use a surefire 10 plus sack defensive end, and who better than Cole, who's won it four times in his Philadelphia tenure? Barnett is an average player, which we heavily point out on this show, and I might add, I might add, but in a role somewhat reminiscent to what he uh, he had in 2017, training snaps with Chris Long could actually benefit for him, especially with such a productive pass rusher like Trent Cole. The Eagles' de- defensive line is driving force to that defense adding a natural pass rusher like Cole would amplify the possibilities that defense, defensive line could achieve. Adding Trent Cole to the current uh, Eagles 2020 defensive line would win them another championship. There's no what-ifs. There's no there's, there's no if the Eagles win the Super Bowl. Do they have the team to win the Super Bowl? They, the, they would win the Super Bowl if Trent Cole was on that defense the way it's constructed right now. It's bold, Sorry. But it's, yeah,
2: Yeah, it's true. Trent Cole was – Sorry, I was on mute and I was trying to talk there. Classic. Uh, you add Trent to this team, like you mentioned. Uh, you, that pass rush, as you said, James Fork, Super Bowl, you need that pass rush to be good. I mean, they won the freaking Super Bowl with a strip sack uh, by Brandon Graham. They, they'd have to be, I mean, maybe wouldn't say favourites for the Super Bowl in NFC because there's some very good teams in there, but having a top edge rusher, as you said, for all the reasons you said, and I repeated as well at the beginning, uh, it changes that defense. It changes it because you can't, with with Derek Barnett, what people, and we mention this all the time, so I'm repeating myself, but he never gets double teamed. He's never chipped. He never slide protection his side. You're always doing it to the opposite side. It, you put Trent Cole in there. Brandon Graham's one-on-one. You No one's sliding protection to Brandon Graham's side. Brandon Graham will kill right tackles one-on-one a lot of the time. So, I mean, you couldn't, that front four would be borderline unstoppable. If Hargraves is as good as we hope, Hargraves, Cox, Cole, and um, and Graham is a. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, can you imagine? As I mentioned at the end, that we sort of. It's a shame we didn't see Cole and Graham ever play together really in their prime, because I think they would have um, sort of been a really good force together, because both could play the Absolutely. run, both could rush the passer. It's a shame we never got to see them really, but yeah, that is a. Right. I'm yeah. I mean, that's, as you said, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't go as on I know that was your boy. But I think yeah, if they did as with the cornerback position as it is, if you get that front four pass rush, um, I mean, I could play cornerback, a cornerback too, and I think we'd be fine because the callbacks are not going to have long to throw at all.
1: I have a reason to expand on why I'm so confident on that team winning the Super Bowl, and I'll explain after a quick word from our sponsor. What's going on, guys? It's Connor from Eagles Brawl here. Have you been struggling to find an affordable car detailing company lately? Are those noticeable scratches on your lovely vehicle making you agitated every time you see them? Well, I have just a spot for you. Check out Why Not Us Detailing, an auto detailing company serving Chester County and the Philadelphia area. From wash and wax to paint correction, Why Not Us Detailing does it all. Call 610-425-7239 to schedule your appointment today. That's 610-425-7239. You can also reach the company on Instagram by following their page, Why Not Us Detailing. Tell the guys Eagles Brawl sent you for discounts on your next automobile service. Give Why Not Us Detailing a chance to make your car shine today. right, welcome back. So... To expand on my Trent Cole thought, look at the 49ers defensive line last year. That was really one of their major driving forces for that defense going Super Bowl. They had Nick Bosa, they had Eric Armstead, they had DeForest Buckner, and they had D. Ford. What is much different than that from adding a prime Trent Cole to the Eagles defensive line On that defensive line? Uh, You have your natural pass rusher, like Nick Bosa and Trent Cole. You have your mask-eating, body-eater, Helping the other national pass rushing interior defensive linemen with opportunities like Eric Armstead, Armstead in Javon Hargrave. You have that interior presence top three at his position in Fletcher Cox. That would be like the Forrest Buckner. And then D Ford uh, is a better sack artist than Brandon Graham. But again, Brandon Graham is the overall better defensive end than D Ford. So. What, a, what's the differences between those two defensive lines? And if one got to a super Bowl, why can't the other, uh, is my point there. And again, again the Eagles offense, the way we constructed, I, I don't see how that team wouldn't win the Super Bowl, especially given yeah. this current NFL. I think I outside the chiefs and the Ravens, the AFC's is like, bah. I think the Eagles would, with this current team that we, we have them assembled with could take on those two teams. And the NFC, uh, we don't know about the Buccaneers. I would consider them a contender, but we don't know about them because they're so new of a team. The Saints, uh, they always get the Eagles trouble no matter what. I think that's like the one team that I would still keep an eye on because Sean Payton, for some reason, just has no Peterson's number. Uh, really though, they I, they would crush the Cowboys. They would run away with the NFC East if they had this currency. Yeah, I agree. they would. Uh, Seahawks, maybe, but I think I think if you put this team together, assemble this team, they're better than the Seahawks. Uh, they're better than the Packers. I think they would beat the 49ers because I don't think the 49ers, all, 49ers offense would be able to score enough points on this defense for the for uh, them to beat the Eagles. I think it would be a low-scoring game, but I don't think this 49ers team currently could beat the Eagles that would be assembled. So really the top teams would probably be like the Saints, the Ravens, and the Chiefs for competition of the Eagles getting down Lombardi if they assemble this currently team for 2020. Would, would you agree? my all, or any other team
2: I, no you're not missing anyone i would still say the saints personally i'm super high on the saints i just think they're really good uh 49ers, really good. 49ers, 49ers i think excellent i just as you said i think the way that they play um i think this defensive line would hopefully do a serious job against their running game and i don't trust jimmy g at all um to throw it
1: no. so oh, he would the yeah, see, I think what the I'm Bucks will wait and, see. We'll wait and see.
2: Brady's 40, so we'll wait and see on the Bucks. I think the 49ers and Saints would be the only two. And I think the I think we'd handle the 49ers with that if you add Trent Cole to this current team.
0: Absolutely. And I think
2: we'd probably handle the Saints. In fact, what's interesting is thinking about it that like when you look, ugh, the Eagles haven't got any cap space and the cap room's going to go down. But can you imagine if they did have the money to sign a top pass rusher? That front four. And I, I, t- t- Nothing against Barnett, nothing against Barnett, but you just, I know Trent Carl was exceptional, but man, you put t- like t- a, t- a Griffin or Everson Griffin or something on that front four. That they could you, make it happen. With, I
0: mean,
1: they could, per, on a one-year deal, they could, they would. It's tempting. They to, it.
0: It's tempting. It
1: is t- I would, I would, I mean, I know this is like completely out of, t- out of topic now, but yes, I would completely add an Everson Griffith to this team. Yeah. I, I, that's that's like one of the things I would love to do. I, even if if they bring Maverick Curry, I'm not even gonna argue with that. But, uh, uh Everson Griffith could just turn this whole defense all around. Like that's why but, I think you and I are craving for a prime Trent Cole so badly because if yeah. you add that that consistent edge threat that can get you ten plus sacks a season with Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, Brandon Graham, and even Barnett to come in as a third defensive end, yeah, Barnett that's defensive line. Barnett sweat Malik Jackson in your second team. That's something, man. That's why I would love that. When I look at the 49ers, I I would say the Eagles win that matchup because our interior defensive line would destroy their interior offensive line. That's probably their weakest unit on their whole entire team. Uh, So that's a huge advantage because if you get in Jimmy G's face, he's going to throw interceptions as he's shown. He's very inaccurate when he gets pressured, so huge. That that's how you win the game there. The Saints have a whole new interior offensive line as well. They moved on from uh Larry Warford and they replaced him with a rookie at Cesar Ruiz. Um, their line center. is very good. Their line is their very line is good. good. No, the, their line is top five. They have great players on it, but I'm saying the chemistry might not be. Yeah, I mean, obviously they have the bookend tackles, Toronto said, and uh, Ryan Ramsecker two of the best at their positions so they have the bookend tackles for sure which really all that matters And so does the 49ers they have Trent Williams and Mike McGlinchey but uh, I think the Eagles could feast on the interior of St. line at least um, that yeah. matters to me because Drew Brees is uh, his arm is completely shot I think that's yeah. always intermediate stuff and if you can get in the quarterback's face and not allow him to see the middle of the field that's very important to me so that's again why I would think maybe the Eagles have a chance against the Saints but it, Another thing about the Saints is their defense is very underrated. So uh, I don't know if we added enough, we added the right guys on offense to overcome the Saints defensively. Yeah. Uh, so I do think the I there's only three teams that I could legit say are in their way are the Saints, the Ravens, and the Chiefs. That's crazy. Mm. We're not we're not
2: far off, are we? You feel like the Eagles are as wide as exercises. Good, so that, also that, annoying. I you wish you could bring back one or two of these, <laughs> one or two of these players, because you can just, you know, there are a couple of holes on the roster. Everyone knows it. We talk about it all the time. Um, there are still a couple of holes. But yeah, was there anyone else we missed on defense? What did the listeners? What did the I'm three? What's going? What are the yes. three people that replied before uh, we actually asked for replies? What did they say? Because they might have said something we missed. Joe, you know I've got a totally random option on defense that the hmm. listeners are going to hate, and you're going to hate. But I'm going to throw it out there once uh, we hear oh, from their listeners.
1: Oh, you want to hear from the listeners? All right. So, again, Swagman95 on Twitter picked D'Amico Ryans. Yep. Good show. Which is I uh, like. Uh, Sir Reg, at King A Leo, picked Trent Cole. Yep. Perfect. It's And then... Dominic Peters, this Samuel, which again, we yeah, there we
2: bit go. Bit. So, is there anyone you think we missed? I went through loads of players on offense. Is there anyone you think we missed on offense? I went through. If you have forgot, Shady Sproles, Avon Mathis, and Macklin. Was there anyone else that you think that you considered uh, that we didn't talk about who could be an option?
1: On offense, no, I'm not
2: sure. I'm not sure there is because I'm looking at <sighs> basically. Like, as you said, you could say Brent Selick for a third tight end for blocking purposes. No, I'm good But that. it's not, enough. That's, that's, it's not yeah, enough. It's not enough. Not it's receiver, isn't it? Uh, the Eagles have not had that many good receivers. It's receivers. Yeah, we need receivers.
1: I, I guess some people would pick Jason Avant for his reliable hands, but again, not Yeah, really
2: I just don't think he gives them the explosiveness that they need. They've got good at un- they've got good at on un- Earths. I think it's an outside receiver or it's a second running back, and I've already given them a Jai, so why would you take the Sean McCoy? Although the Sean is obviously, in his prime was unbelievable. Um. So, yeah, I'm not sure we missed anyone. What about defence? We only really spoke about Asante, D'Amico and Trenko. I think, to be honest, look, going back to the Super Bowl team, you could say any of the linebackers again, but why would you take them over D'Amico? So, I would take prime D'Amico. Do you want to hear my absolute ridiculous answer on
1: defensive player? Ridiculous answer? Okay, go yeah, on.
2: Yeah, because I discussed it. I thought back to myself and I thought, do you know what? A prime Nnamdi Asamoah. Cornerback, the Eagles never got that though. So I don't know if that's a. I don't know if I can. Count he that. played for the Eagles in the
1: decade. He did, but they never got that at all. They got like the, the way worse. For so the purpose of this hour. game, though,
2: or this list, he played for the Eagles in 2011 and no, 2012.
1: No, that's not cause then, And he then, played for the Ravens in
2: 2010.
1: Yeah, and Torrey he was Smith very really great when he was on the Ravens originally. Uh, when he first won the Super Bowl with them, I should have I should have said let's bring back that Torrey Smith. Man. That's all oh, I knew. That's where we we're going with this. So,
2: if you wanted a player who played for the Eagles, I would have yes. said
1: if you, I mean, that's no, my so unpopular option. And I'm not
2: picking him, I'm just saying that's my uh, unpopular no, like, option.
1: Namdi was at the time a top two corner, he was on along the same lines as Revis. Yeah, when he was with the he Raiders, was so good. Like, I understand picking him, but I mean, he wasn't like that at all. No, he's not for the Eagles. So I I don't, yeah.
2: Anyone else we missed on defense, then? Anyone we badly missed on defense? Pro- there's not many. We have not had. I say we haven't had good defenders, it's a lie. Most of them are still on the team. Vetch Brandon Graham, they've been there for a while.
1: Yeah, but I say um, they kept the good ones because they're the they, very rarely the come by They're
2: quarterback too, as well. Like, well, once you get past Asante, nothing. Malcolm Jenkins at safety, if you've already, we've already taken him, so we don't need another safety, but still, not much else. Like, um, there's no one that really stood out to me as an obvious pick. It was as you said, the three listeners that we
1: I was wondering uh, actually if uh if uh anybody would pick Jason Pavin. I was wondering if anybody was. Yeah, just why would, would you think. take him over
2: Trent Carl? It's a thing, isn't no, it? No, yeah, just that's, no reason. It's
1: wrong. Yeah, absolutely yeah. wrong. I don't think there's anyone
2: else we missed. I think most answers will have to be one of the three. I'm, I don't mean there is anyone else. I think it's Carl, Ryans, or Samuel. And if someone else has a different answer. Let us know. We would ask for responses, obviously, as we always do. It's good hearing. I what would you love to,
1: Yeah, I would love to hear a different answer because I, oh, hear... I can't think of. Yeah, I did, I, I couldn't get on. one. No, I could not No, get I, one. I can't. Uh, on offense, I mean, I guess since I used this answer, maybe you could say a prime Jason Peters. Yeah, seeing as you said that, yeah, a prime left tackle, Jason Peters.
2: Yeah, it would not um, be bad at all. I mean, that line would be insanely good. They'd still need a guard though, unless you think Matt Pryor could start. Um,
1: if you have, I mean, if that's your weakest link at one, one Yeah, on exactly. The, the offense
2: is pretty good. Like they just want, you just want receivers, man. It's just outside receivers is what this team needs. We know. It. Yes, I know they drafted them before you tweet me, but exactly they drafted them, and it's a pandemic off season. So the odds are they're going to be short this right. year,
1: and I, I, I mean we're we're recording on in August 2020. We don't know what Jalen yeah. Rigger is at yeah. this point. But to to pick him or to like to say him would, I mean that's not right. I think Ever Mathis, as you,
2: we said, is is, is I think Ever Mathis is probably like
1: the one answer that Johnny and I didn't pick that I would uh, for offense that I would say yeah absolutely because I would I if you Toby, I, my pick is between uh, 2020 Isaac Sayamalu or. Two thousand thirteen Evan Mathis. Yeah. Two thousand twelve Evan Mathis. I'm 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 taking Evan Mathis. Yeah.
2: So yeah, I don't um, think there's anything else we missed. Any other answers tweet us.
1: That's sad though, man. To think about that actually, especially for defense. Because I thought about the same thing. I was like, wow, I can only think of like three players that are legit or right answers. Yeah. To Miko, Trent, and Asante. Yeah. Other than that, and what's wrong, interesting but... is
2: neither of us made our linebackers better. So if we look at our overall teams, my yeah, offense just... is has got Macklin at X and it's got um, jJ as a backup running back. My defense is set at defensive line because you've got Trent Cole starting and yours is the exact same and you've got Malcolm Jenkins at safety. But neither of us found a linebacker that was uh, worth taking over those two. I know the Eagles don't value the position, but still, if there was a star, I would take him there. Um, D'Amico Ryan's is as close to we've got as a star and even D'Amico um, had problems with injuries and stuff. So, yeah, no one stood out I, massively on defense for me. It was harder to pick offensive players than defensive players for me for this exercise. I think defense was pretty much had to be Jenkins personally. And I think it sort of had to be Trent Carwell Samuel as well. I don't think there was much uh, choice there, to be completely honest.
1: I, I, yeah, like, because I know I said D'Amico was one of my answers, but I mean, it's, if- I'm one of these guys that likes Jim Schwartz as a defensive coordinator. Yes, yeah, I same. think he – because, again, this is a team that struggled mightily with finding a good defensive coordinator. He would take Trinco
2: and Jason Babin before he took the Mika, I bet.
1: And I, would, I wouldn't I would disagree with it. Like, we have to consider where the football is going in this certain day of age. The linebacking position is not going to be what it looked like back then anymore yeah especially this year if, if this year more than anything i think the eagles are turning more to a less linebacking type team they're gonna go sh- i think we're gonna see probably what i, I don't know if you want to say i'm crazy for this but maybe 70 percent dime packages yeah it won't be that high
2: i'd be it depends what you can use dime but yeah uh you could say i wouldn't be surprised if you say 80 percent about nickel and dime so maybe 20 percent in base maybe i think the eagles will try and play nickel against some teams in their base maybe uh but we'll see i definitely think the eagle's are gonna want three linebackers on the field very much uh, at all.
1: No, um, no, 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 no. Maybe against
2: specific teams like Giants and Cowboys. Anyway, I think we will, I'll let you wrap it up there. And as I mentioned before I go, uh please tweet us, let us know if you've got any other options. We might have missed someone. We're just people searching Eagles teams, rosters. So if we did miss someone, then let us know. But I reckon uh most of the listeners would agree. that um No, we,
1: we did our there's homework. There's clear players uh, that I,
2: stand out. There's clear players that stand out.
1: Yeah, I did my homework on this. I don't, I don't, I don't know what – I, if I feel like any other answer, I might either laugh at it, uh, think you're wrong, or just disagree with you completely and hear your opinion out because I don't – there's nobody else you can pick. Like, you could pick – the Super Bowl one was way more of an open discussion. This one here, I don't think it is. That's why we saved it for last because you look back on these old – the decade team, like it's not the best – uh, prettiest picture from the Eagles era. We did go through that whole uh, Andy Reid dream team era then and Chip Kelly debacle. So, I mean, it's not like this team was uh, outside of Doug Pierce and success, a pillar of an ex- excellence. So uh, it was tough to make those picks. I, don't, I think people would struggle with it too. I don't think it's just us.
2: Right. Uh, before we go, I know I just said finish, and this is why I make episodes longer. One answer on offense we didn't talk about. Could you? You're talking about prime when they played for us, and we mentioned backup quarterback position. What about uh, Mr. Michael Vick? Run the ball on the goal line, two point conversions. He's going to be better than Jalen Hurts running the ball. The Eagles love this new Lamar Jackson offense. He's an interesting answer to consider. I wonder if anyone would. T- I don't think anyone would choose him, but if you believe.
1: I mean, I, I think people would consider it because. I think I, he's worth I don't considering. Think,
2: I think he's worth mentioning as someone that someone is, might and choose. If,
1: if we're going to say Nick Foles, exactly, that's fair. Because yeah. Michael Vick, at Was one better. point in time during his Eagles, oh well, yes, absolutely, and then yeah. one point during his Eagles' time, even when he's two times actually, he, he had to agree him in the to be QB competition. Yeah. No, he had to agree to be the Eagles' backup quarterback. Yeah, is what I'm saying, and he beat so, Foles
2: in the QB what, competition at the end of the day. Yes.
1: Yeah, he did, but uh, I'm saying like. What I think Michael Vick would cause a ruckus about being a backup to Carson Wentz in his prime? Uh, maybe, but when he signed with the Eagles, coming if you want to consider yeah. Michael Vick, if we're, if we're taking the Falcons out of the equation, you want to consider Michael Vick as an Eagles quarterback, then yes, I think he would come in to be the backup because this, again, they signed him out of prison. He was a backup then behind McNabb and Cobb, came in, really took Cobb's job. And then Tim Kelly comes in, Vick gets injured, they can't they can't pull Dick Falls over how he plays. And for so all they, the Jalen Hurts
2: uh fans out there, uh Vic running the ball as a second quarterback option. I mean like Michael Vic running the ball is pretty much except for probably Lamar Jackson is as good as it ever got the quarterback position. So it'd be an interesting one. I wonder if anyone would tweet I wonder if anyone would choose him. I don't think they will. Maybe that's the last one Alpha out there. Uh, no, but that's what I've got. I've got no one else. I
1: don't, I don't think people would, would uh would uh, think about it. I think you're just raised a point now that people are going to start of thinking, even I'm thinking about it now. I'm like, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> that's all I got. I, just, I got nothing else though. That's it.
2: No other players I can think of. It just came to mind then uh, as I was thinking about it.
1: But, all right, that's our list. We got it all set now. We had our let's – let's do a little recap real quick. We did our Super Bowl picks, which, again, just so – because Johnny didn't hear it at the beginning of the episode. We had – our offensive, My offensive player is Tory Smith. My defensive player is Malcolm Jenkins. Johnny's offensive pick was Jay Ajayi for that Super Bowl team. His defensive pick was also Malcolm Jenkins. And then for our all-decade team, I picked prime Deshaun Jackson, which Johnny shakes his head at and says I'm wrong. He picked Jeremy Macklin, which I think a lot of people would agree on with him, and I don't, I'm not really going to argue with him on that one. And then again, we both picked Trent Cole. So we had two of the same picks for uh, our defensive players, which is funny because we kind of do – uh evaluate the defense at the same we agree on most of the defensive side of the ball uh discussions but what what it's what a what a time man what a, what a what a good list I'm, ex- I'm excited to hear what people have to say we had people chiming in already with uh D'Amico Ryan, DeSante Samuel, uh, LeGarrette Blunt, uh Michael Kendricks so Jordan Hicks even wasn't an answer for somebody so uh, great interaction. Continue keeping that up. Send us your, your your list. We would like to debate them. Maybe we'll do a recap episode. We'll see. Uh, but again, thanks for tuning in Eagles Brawl. Make sure you subscribe. Follow the show. Leave a five-star rating at the end of the show. and uh, yeah, Thanks for tuning in. Send any questions you have for the show that uh, you want answered on air. Either leave a review on Apple Podcasts or go ahead and send this show a DM. The DMs are open. Uh, we follow back everyone. Thanks again, guys.
0: Clorox knows you want your clothes smelling fresh and clean, but what happens. That's why we created Clorox Fabric Sanitizers, to freshen up your clothes between washes, pre-treat extra stinky laundry, and make sure every last odor comes out in the wash. Clorox Fabric Sanitizers take care of all that and eliminate 99% of odor-causing bacteria. Plus, they're bleach-free and safe for all colors and fabrics. When it counts, trust Clorox. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you.